Hello and welcome to Show and Tell, the 3D Hangouts edition. We try to do the show every Wednesday at 11.30 a.m. We're going to check in with all the folks from the community. If you'd like to join us, you can hit up discord.gg slash adafruit. And you can uh, join the live broadcast channel. And that's where we're hanging out. And we tend to paste the link to StreamYard so you folks can come in and join us. I did it so much better this week. We're going to jump in and hang out with Liz Clark, who's hanging out. Hello, Liz. Good morning. Hello. How's it going? It's going all right. It's raining. Good. We're going to be careful oh. here because um, there might be a hurricane coming. No, oh. no. It hit, it's okay. hitting uh, more north, so like uh, South Carolina and Virginia. Ah. <laughs> Something's oh. getting hit. It's raining outside. But let's, let's, uh, let's see what you're working on. I'm going to full screen. Um, so on my table behind me, uh, is the finished uh, Bluetooth MIDI robot xylophone. Uh, so the guide is in final review right now, so it should probably be up by this afternoon. Um, and so I've got a little demo right now where um, I have Reason um, going, and so it's going to be sending some MIDI data to the xylophone. So you'll hear Synths from Reason playing along with the xylophone. Uh, so let me just cue it up. Okay. Yeah. So, cool demo. <laughs> Excellent. It works. Yes. It's flying over the air and. Yes, yeah, because it's all the way back there and just using power and so not running cables all over my apartment, which is nice. Oh, Excellent. Cool. So yeah. this is using the uh, MIDI uh, BLE. Yes. Yeah, MIDI BLE yeah. library. Uh, yeah, on the Itsy Bitsy, uh, Itsy Bitsy NRF52840. Uh, and that's all the Itsy Bitsy has is power and then I squared C to some multiplexers to be able to send the signal out to the solenoids with some drivers. So really minimal pins being used with the itsy bitsy, which is extra cool, I think. <laughs> yeah. That is so amazing. When folks, yeah. uh, normally I see folks talk asking about the solenoids. There's something a little special about these solenoids. Oh, yes, they only uh, <laughs> uh, they only need five volts. So uh, a lot of people, I think, have looked at what I've been doing, and they think that I'm going to, like, blow something up. Um, but mm -hmm. it's only using five volts, and they're on for, like, it's literally 0 0.01 seconds because the way that the code works is when a note on message is received, so if you press a key on the keyboard or something, it will trigger the solenoid to hit and instantly release um, because if, it was just hitting down, then you're pulling current that whole time. But because it's just hitting and releasing, it's only pulling curtain, curtain, current uh, during that time. So it makes it so that um, it's really low power. Excellent. Yay. And you have how many solenoids? Uh, 30. 30. 30 full blown solenoids. Well, they're not full blown. They're mini and they're cute. Yeah, they're mini, tiny little guys. Yeah. Cool. Um, let's see what other normally common questions you get. Um, obviously, we know it's a glockenspiel. We get it, folks. We get it. But yeah. um, sounds cooler. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people have said that's not a xylophone. That's a glockenspiel. And but actually, technically, it's not even a glockenspiel. It's a bell kit. Um, if you want oh, to get real technical well, about actually, it, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the layers of well, actually, is going on here, folks. Yes. Three uh, layers of them. <laughs> yeah, but I, xylophone sounds better. I like saying it more. Yeah. So. 
uh, I was kind of joking and I was like, look, go to Google Trends and, and do a search for glockenspiel or xylophone and guess what people are searching for? Xylophone. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that does anything, but there's something there that uh, if you're looking for searchability, you might want to go with xylophone. It's true. Yeah. yeah. I think just more people, I think, know the word xylophone than glockenspiel, like yeah. just in conversation. So, yeah, like your ABCs, the ABC books, it's always at the, you it's know, always the X. It's always X. So, it's yeah. X ray or xylophone. Yep. Or an X ray of a xylophone. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is so cool. I love seeing your progress. And thank you. And thank you for the mount design. Of course. It's super fun to work on 2020 extrusion Yay. stuff. Yes. So, folks will hopefully check that out. And another shout out is all Circuit Python, right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. All Circuit Python. And actually, it doesn't take a lot of lines of code either. It's probably some of the shortest code I've written recently. So that was also great. Wow. That is so cool. So, yeah. All right. Well, we'll hopefully see some more uh, demos later tonight yes. at yes, 7 p.m. Awesome. Oh, no. Somebody jumped in and jumped back out. Oh, oh. How are you doing? Okay. Cool. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to share. Um, the work in progress stuff that me and Paige are working on. So uh, thank you so much. Cool. Yeah, we'll check in with you later. Cool. All right, Bye. All righty. So um, how am I going to do this, Pedro? You talk about it, and I'm going to switch the camera. Yeah, so I guess it's uh, the prototype uh, section of the show. This is very cool uh, matrix code that our own Jeff Epler has been working on. He showed this a couple of times, I think like a month ago. And uh, it was a library I wrote um, specifically to be able to handle the matrices with this. And then it was added as part of CircuitPython. Uh, I think it's 504, uh, one of the latest bundles has this included. And it's a nice little, um, uh, it's like, it's like a slot, slot machine. machine. Yeah. yeah. So this is some demo code. Um, it's using the new Proto Matter library for CircuitPython. So this yes. is all done in CircuitPython. So using RGB um, LED matrices with CircuitPython is a fairly new thing. It's a part of the uh, 5.3 um, beta of CircuitPython. So folks can try it out and download it now. Uh, so what's cool about this is these, uh, this is actually, uh, the graphics are actually a bitmap. So mm -hmm. it's using a display IO. Um, to uh, to create some tiles and some grids to make um, the graphics. So it's cool that it's all done in one bitmap, and uh, there's also uh, display text support, so you can have scrolling text with rainbows and such, which is really cool. Uh, so what we're hoping to work on is a uh, some pr 3D printed bits uh, to make a coin slot, not a coin slot, a slot machine Yeah, so with a full frame. handle and everything to kind of pull it and spring it back and mm -hmm. kind of actuate it. Um, so the, the code is already uh, published, and um, it's actually been updated. So hopefully it works on everybody's setup. So definitely check it out. And if you guys find any issues or anything, you're free, you're free to uh, make an issue in the GitHub because it's out there. Yeah, we had to do it with this one. This is the 64 by 32. Uh, matrix and there was just some uh, updates that Jeff had to do to it. We're trying out again the black uh, acrylic, like labeled as black LED acrylic. Correct. Yeah, from Tap Plastics. Yeah. So what's cool about this is when it's uh, off, it just looks like it's black. But as soon as light turns on, you can see right through it. Playing with uh, the distance, so you can get a nice diffused look on it while still maintaining the pixelated look of all of the um, nice little. Uh, 
the way it looks like on a matrix. Yeah. So it'll have a nice little slot end part. Uh, which side is that? There it is. Yeah. Still working on the tolerances on that. So it'll slide right in through there. And uh, waiting on the order from Tap Plastics, we are going to start stocking these. But of course, with everything going on, uh, it will be delayed by a little bit. Yeah. Not too long. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. This isn't like your run-of-the-mill acrylic that's like frosted. It really does have some special material science going on that I don't quite understand because uh, how is it how, how is it not transparent? Like normally the smoky stuff has some transparency to it. Mm -hmm. um, it's only light that's able to kind of shine through mm -hmm. and it really does a great job knocking the blacks away so that all you're focusing on is this really sharp and vivid graphic. That's really cool. And as you said, as you go further, you can kind of blur it out a little bit. Yeah. Which is super cool. Um, so this frame is uh, is 3D printed and it has like a bit of a taper and you said it has this little slot here so that you can insert uh, the eventually the, the full size of it. I made these feet here um, just to kind of uh, prop it upright and they have these little tabs. They're M3 screws like the frame here, this plastic here, it, it all comes with it and they actually have heat set inserts that are M3 size so any M3 hardware uh, will fit just fine like these little screws here. This is just like a little um, bit that I printed out. It's always, yeah, it, it, it actually works for wiring management. It's always nice to print out a little test that's really thin and doesn't, you know, it literally prints in four minutes. So great way to test your mounting holes just to make something thin and thin. <laughs> Double thin. Yeah, I really like these little thumb screws that are included with it. So if you want to actually have this uh, hanging from like a metal structure, mm -hmm. these are little magnets too, and they're quite powerful. So these are included with the kit, as well as all the wiring required to hook this up. Uh, we're running a feather, what is it, M4? Yeah. On top of a one of the little matrix wings on here. So you're able to just plug that right into uh, the slots on the back of these matrices. So you don't need any complicated wiring going out to somewhere else. You can have this all nicely contained, except for probably the, um, what was it, 5-volt, 4-amp? Uh, yeah, 5-volt. Yeah, and we have that linked in uh, Jeffler's Guide, um, which is great. You should check it out. Yeah. So Another thing that if you don't have this plugged in and you're just powering USB, look what happens. Oh, oh yeah. Just the yeah. yeah. We were a little bit unsure why this was happening, and thankfully Jeff was like, yep, needs more power. <laughs> we're like, okay, cool. And uh, it tends to work out well. So uh, put the power in there, and there you go. Yeah. You could. Could you do this? I think if you take out the USB cable, it'll still power it. You just won't have your serial monitor because it's no longer plugged into my computer. So you can still power it just off that um, the 2.1 barrel. Yeah. So one of the inspirations for building the on um, the handle right, spring so back is this really awesome little test piece from uh, Sunshine. Made a nice spring open box. So it has a little built-in spring inside here that's just connected to the rest of the part here. And that does an excellent job of being able to spring back a little handle thing. So imagine it being like that on the side. It'll like actuate, uh, I don't know, like a button or something down there. Sure. So it'll activate the, um, the what is it, the slot thing to activate? Right. The, I don't know what you call that. <laughs> uh, the scrambles? Yeah, so it'll be uh, mounted some, uh, some way to the frame or to the actual mount on the back, and you can have that spring back and forth as it actually. Really interesting prints in place mechanism. I haven't yeah. seen this before where the spring 
is in the the gear, mm -hmm. like the spring and the gear is one and the same. It's pretty interesting. I haven't yeah, seen it really do, do that. Very cool. And it's printed in place as well, which is like bananas. Yeah, there is a, a bit of overhang. Uh, a bit of an overhang? Yeah, there's a lot of overhang. Uh, but but it, somehow it managed. It yeah. yeah. And this isn't even the best filament. It's like some cheapo filament. Yeah, this is definitely uh, made for <laughs> just like statues, not for like printed parts. But um, it did a really good job of printing out. Oh, cool. Uh, this user here in YouTube said, so you printed the box two days ago. Yeah, it's on Thinkerverse. And uh, did we do a time lapse on it? Uh, not yet. OK. Not yet. You're printing. We're testing it first. Yeah. Excellent. There's like a little bit of a, a queue of a bunch of things that have been printed out. So we're trying sure. to sort through all those. But yeah, this is an excellent way to do uh, print in place spring. Uh, there was another one where somebody made like a boat and they're using like the same mechanism. Really? The spring yeah. is That's uh, so cool. Winds up. Winds up. Winds up. And it has some ratchety effects. Yeah. And stuff. So cool. Well, that is super cool, Pedro. Thank you uh, for sharing the prototyping stuff. Uh, moving on to the community make stuff. This week's time lapse Tuesday was you found this one. It's an NES uh, switch cartridge holder. So pop that out. Well, two piece setup. It prints uh, with a little bit of supports, but it's fine. Mm -hmm. um, I really dig this filament. It is. Uh, it has these little black speckles in it, and they call it marble filament. You might have seen this um, around, and uh, we got our hands on some of this filament. It's available on Amazon. Uh, a couple of different manufacturers make it, but if you just search for marble PLA, is that what you would search for? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This one is from Soltech. Solutech? Solutech? 3D uh, Solutech, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it printed out with no edits to the tolerances. It just press fits in there, which is really nice. It can hold up to what? Uh, six times two, 12. So you can hold 12 um, cards. What are they called? Cards? Cards called cards. SD cards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But. Excellent little way to keep all of your little uh, Switch games organized in a retro thing. Yeah. What I wanted to do was print out like a Adafruit Lake label or something like that, but ran out of time. Right. That's a little guy. You do need supports for the bottom parts here. Mm -hmm. Same thing yeah. with the underside of the uh, of the actual oh, forward yeah. bit. Show that. There's a pop on that. There you go. For that bottom part there. Probably should have printed it that way. No, because then these guys. Um, would get all that. Mm. That would mess with the tolerances. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Excellent little. Um, yeah. Storage Shout out to uh, Purple Flying Cow on Thinkiverse. Yeah. Uh, excellent name as well. This is actually a remix of his previous design where it had a hinge on the side and opened up like a book. Yeah. I think this is a really good yeah. uh, update to that. Yeah. Purple Flying Cow said that the kids uh, wasn't strong enough for the kids, so he had to make it. Uh, um, that's great. Cool. Um, I guess we'll put the links in the description of the YouTube's, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, it's already it's already published on the Adafruit channel as well. Cool. I think that's it for the show and tell. And then one last thing, just a little quick unboxing of the Raspberry Pi camera, that new module that came out. Where is the camera right there? So not on a camera. Uh, this is the first time opening it up. Let's see what's inside here. Oh, not a camera. No bag. Just clean. Oh, no bag. <laughs> Were you expecting a bag? <laughs> oh, look. We got little parts in here. So this works with C-mount lenses. Oh. Okay. Is that cool. a screwdriver? Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's very cute. And you have the ribbon already on there. Um, so like I was saying, it is a C-mount lens. We'll be testing this out. Alamar requested a nice little camera body yeah. to add to this. So yeah, we'll so we'll, we'll make something out. cool. 
Super cool. I have a feeling wow. we're gonna collab with uh, Liz on yeah. uh, making a camera. Awesome. Yeah, we'll try the, uh, on in there. And I don't know what any of these specs are. So yeah, feel free. Uh, Twelve point three megapixel. Uh, this I got the I think a thirty-five millimeter lens, uh, which I don't remember from who. But we'll be testing this out. Hopefully, we'll we'll be able to get some really good images. Is that a tripod screw? Yeah. Excellent. It's already there. Excellent. Yeah, okay. So make a very good uh, octolapse camera or uh, time lapse camera for outside. That's like cool. Some I of the just some astrophotography following the moon or something. Yeah, I didn't get a telephoto, but okay. I can get one of those to test out how uh, the quality is on those. I've only seen a couple of posts on people actually posting the image quality from that. Sure. It's kind of strange that you would release a camera with a module and not show any, <laughs> yeah. any pictures of it. So it'll be exciting to see what that looks like. Cool. All right. Um, I think we reached it. Reached the end of the show. Yeah, we've got about 10 minutes left. I think it's time for lunch. Yeah. That's not my stomach. That was lightning, <laughs> which is uh, very, very frightening. All right, folks. Well, there you have it. Again, if you'd like to join us next week, we're doing it as well. So uh, we post the stream link in the Discord channel, the live broadcast channel. And if you could make remember that it will be an hour-long uh, show and tell. I think John Park's going to be hosting it this afternoon. So that's right. Stop by. It's evening. It's evening. Yeah. After your time. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for joining us. We'll see you next week. But until then, remember to make a good day. See you next week. Bye, folks. And broadcast.